when I was 25 and a half, I started a podcast. The goal? To review some of the newest and the latest movies, along with some other stuff. With the help of my guests, I was able to do this, but there were dark forces tampering with my podcast and with me. They called it an improvised podcast for some reason. I eventually found help in the form of myself. Yes, the me from a universe where the movies I reviewed got delayed. Apparently, my podcast made it to his universe. I know now that it is my duty, for the good of that universe, nay, the multiverse, to keep recapping and reviewing these movies, to hold listeners over until they could eventually see the movies as they were made in their world. For some reason, they come out differently in my world, but it's kind of entertaining that way. My name is Steven Schinder, and this is Delayed Replay. Hello, listeners. This is Stephen Schinder, your host, as always. Welcome to another episode of Delayed Replay, that podcast where we talk movies. Uh, joining me again for this particular topic, you've probably heard him on a few of the recent episodes. It is Greg. Hello there. General Kenobi. <laughs> we have never met before. <laughs> Yeah, so Greg is the president of the University of Sussex Sci-Fi and Horror Society, and you've also started a Star Wars Society recently, right? Yeah, I have. It's going off to a rocky start, but we should be picking up because we're starting to watch the Clone Wars, so that's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Speaking of fun or lack thereof, we are talking about the Tom and Jerry movie that came out in December in our universe, but is apparently coming out toward the end of February in that other universe where things got delayed. So I, I guess we can start by talking about our experiences with Tom and Jerry in general. So what have your experiences been with like the shows and characters and movies and whatnot in the past? Well, I've watched the original Tom and Jerry series so many times. Like, the original ones are... You can't get any better than those, really. Like, the newer ones, they don't have as much violence in them. <laughs> I've got to, I gotta say. <laughs> it just doesn't have the same feel to it. You can just tell that they're trying to keep it down. <laughs> yeah, I I've seen some of the originals because they aired like all the time on Cartoon Network when I was a kid. Exactly. That's exactly why I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's also been these weird Tom and Jerry movies. Like you'll have one where like they meet Martians or something. And there's um also Tom and Jerry, the fast and the furry, I think it's called, or the fast and the furry. Yes. Um, that sounds horrifying. You've never seen that one? No, I have not. Yeah, basically they... <laughs> I guess you don't recommend it. Yeah, basically they enter a race, and uh, I think I've mentioned this to you before, like, one of the characters in the race uh, is just called Soccer Mom. Um, oh. Yeah, oh, apparently <laughs> she does have a full name, but her nickname is Soccer Mom, and she has, like, a red van type of thing, like, a red SUV or something, like, it's a very roomy car, and she just 
has a funny personality, I guess. I don't know. If you kidnaps all the kids and takes them to practice. <laughs> For, forcing people to play soccer against their will. As we call the football. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's called soccer, but I'll link an article about it in the show notes. Yeah, um, but there's also this weird one I remember called Tom and Jerry and the Wizard of Oz, where it basically, like, I think they re-recorded all the lines from the Wizard of Oz, but it sounds word for word. Uh, they just add things here and there, like, um, I mean, this is funny because recently we watched Wild at Heart for the first time, which had too many Wizard of Oz references, but... It was just all... <laughs> it was all Wizard of Oz references. Yeah, it's, it's, David Lynch has done better things, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, so Tom and Jerry and the Wizard of Oz would add these little things here and there where, like, you know, at the end when Dorothy is like, oh, and Toto too, and then the Good Witch is like, and Toto too. Instead, it's like, oh, and Tom, Jerry, and Toto too. And the Good Witch is like, and Tom, Jerry, and Toto too. And it's like, just freaking... Like, it's it's just lazy the way that that movie was made. It's basically just the same movie, the 1939 movie, just animated in 2D and with Tom and Jerry added into the mix. Like, it's just not good. I've not seen the sequel of The Wizard of Oz, because I swear there's a sequel, isn't there? Um, There have been lots of different Oz movies. Uh, some have been by, like, different like like i know in the 80s there was return to oz which was by disney not mgm so it's more of a it's not really an official direct sequel because it's a different company but the other disney one from several years ago which is called oz the great and powerful was kind of a prequel like it's by a different company and they can't they couldn't officially say that it's a prequel to the mgm movie but there are elements here and there where like you look at them in the movie and it's like, Oh yeah, this is totally trying to emulate the MGM film and suggest it's a prequel to that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure which one you watched. Do you remember like what happened in it or. No, I don't No, I haven't seen them. I just remember seeing all these um, promotions in like other streaming services about all these wizard of Oz. Yeah. There's, I'm yeah, there have been a bunch of different versions. Like, on sci-fi, there's, like, a mini-series that was, like, some sort of sci-fi setting. Um, and there have been, like, a bunch of different animated versions, I think. Like, if you, it, I bet if you look at the list of Wizard of Oz adaptations or sequels, uh, there are a lot of them. There, there are also a lot of books, I think. The Wicked musical is really good, even though I didn't care for the book. But anyway, like, I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but with Tom and Jerry, I sometimes got annoyed at just how much Jerry was winning to the point where I would start rooting for Tom and just be like, just defeat him already. Yeah, yeah but I think if Tom wins, that kind of ends the series. <laughs> because the whole point is... Tom is trying to catch Jerry and he just can't. Well, I mean, he could get a win without catching him. Like, just, I don't know, give him a nice 
cake or something. I don't know. It's it's just it just gets <laughs> like depressing seeing Tom lose so much for some reason. <laughs> and then have the dogs involved as well. Oh yeah. But the dogs aren't in this movie. I don't remember them being in yeah, this. Yeah, it's kind of a weird omission. I, I remember one of the old cartoons, like <laughs> Tom, Jerry, and the dog called a truce. Uh, but then, like, there's, like, a stake that they find, and they can't divide it equally amongst themselves, so they just fight again. <laughs> yeah, like, whenever... There's so many stake things where, like, um, Tom befriends Jerry, and then he, like, cuts up the stake, but then, like, he, like, cuts, like, a little circle, and then he gives a circle to Jerry and just keeps the rest of the of the stake. Happens in, like, so many episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a recurring yeah theme. and and they animate the steak to look so good like it's weird it's like uh studio ghibli <laughs> films but they, their food looks so good yeah i i know what you mean um but yeah so in the beginning of this movie um the this live action one so it begins with tom and jerry running around the house as they normally do but they end up breaking some stuff, which gets, like, the couple in the house very upset. And so they, like, kick both of them out. So they call a truce then as well. And Tom gets hit by a bus, which, <laughs> yeah, it was, it, it, that actually reminded me of the 355 when, like, one of them is on the sidewalk and the bus drives by and they disappear and it turns out that they had jumped onto the bus, like, clinging to it. Oh, yes, yeah. that's it. <laughs> like, they were <laughs> hanging to the side. Um, but, yeah, so Tom is, like, on on the front of the bus and, like, they kind of draw this out for a minute showing the bus driving with him on the front of it for, like, Oh, a little while um, before it like flashes forward. Um, but, or I guess I should ask, what'd you think of how the animation for Tom and Jerry looked in this movie? Complete junk. <laughs> it's like, uh, what was that film from like like the nineties or the noughties that merged live action Space with animation? Jam? No, the other one, the rabbit. Oh, one. Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, it's like that, but worse. Yeah, that one came out in the 80s. <laughs> or <Yeah>. even earlier. <laughs> yeah, the animation style does not lend itself to being in live action. It's like Smurfs worked, but this doesn't. I mean, Smurfs... Well, Smurfs... Yes, they, Smurfs was... They were like, 3D animated, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, this is 3D animated. Like, it's not a cartoon, per se. Right, like, they look like they're 2D counterparts, but they look... Um... Like, they try to make them look three-dimensional, so they look kind of shiny yeah. for some reason. Yeah, it's really, really weird. Yeah. And I, I thought it was even weirder when, at different points later in the movie, they would randomly switch to them being, like, CGI 3D animated, um, or, or, like, made them look like puppets or stop motion and stuff like that, like, it was just really weird. Happens randomly. Jarring. <laughs> like, like you can clearly tell that they're not there. 
construction yeah, scenes. Yeah, and later there's that one scene where they looked like the the cats from Cats. It was really creepy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to look like cats, do you? Yeah, me and my friend um, Keon from Trust Your Doctor, one time we were talking about how there have been all these weird movies with cats. Like, you and I have mentioned Catwoman, but also cats, but also, like, the Cat in the Hat movie from the early 2000s. That was that was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah, that one is a, is a guilty pleasure for me. Like, as a kid, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun, but in hindsight, it's hasn't aged very well but it's like one of those things or it's like how how the hell did this movie get made but i mean who was who was playing um the cat in a hat my some really yeah it was popular... mike myers oh yeah not, that's what i like not it. from halloween he's... but from awesome <laughs> powers <laughs> or otherwise known as for shrek all oh, right yeah shrek <laughs> is by far his his best role yeah, I think people actually know him more for Shrek than Austin Powers now. I don't know. I mean, the older people probably recognize him from Austin Powers. Yeah. But I still, I still haven't seen those, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. The Austin Powers movies have funny moments, but also some things about them that really annoy me. Um, I, I do think Mike Myers is really good in Wayne's World. Like, yeah, I yeah seen that in the either. first movie, there's a really <laughs> funny product placement scene that I really love. Have they aged well at all? Um, I think they've aged well. Um, yeah, it's a problem with like comedy uh, movies from back then, like when you watched um, Coming to America, but the some of the jokes just did not land. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Wayne's World is is enjoyable from the start but it's also been like several years since i watched it so i kind of wonder if maybe my opinion would change a little if i watched again but i don't think it would change that much we know what's happening next time or whenever we need to watch (laughs) yeah if 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 there's ever like a wayne's world three maybe like i don't know Oh, he's still alive. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Nick Cage. He's still alive. He's going to be right. in movies. <laughs> he's going to be in movies till the day he dies. <laughs> Maybe he'll be in movies even after he dies. Yeah, like uh, what Tupac in that very weird concert where he was a Oh, yeah. <laughs> I-, I was thinking like CGI Tarkin. But... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that too. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, so there's this flash forward to Jerry now living at, like, the Royal Gate Hotel in Manhattan. Uh, It's this really fancy hotel, and there's, like, this wedding of the century that's going on between uh, Colin Jost and Pallavi Sharda's characters of Ben and Krita. And so people notice that there's, like, this mouse problem, like, the hotel manager uh, who's called Mr. DeBrose and played by Rob Delaney, he's not very happy about it. Um, and neither is Terrence, the deputy hotel manager played by Michael Pena. So they have this new employee, uh, this new staff member named Kayla, uh, who's played by 
Chloe Grace Moretz, you know, hit girl from the Kick-Ass movies. <laughs> and, like, they get her to, like, try to figure out a way to get rid of this mouse, who, of course, is Jerry. Uh, so they go out on the streets, and, like, she finds Tom, who is, like, homeless. Uh, and I thought it was, like, really sad how he looked. Like, he's just, like, in the alley asking for change and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really pretty hot strings, but then you realize you're just a cat. <laughs> I, I mean, people do love cats. <laughs> not the movie. <laughs> right, not not the movie Cats. Uh, the, the music for Cats is pretty good, I think. So, like, if you close your eyes, it's pretty good. Yeah, I've seen the uh, musical yeah, for I've, Cats. Yeah, I've seen the and video it's very good. from, like, the late 90s. The, yeah. Not the movie. Yeah, counts. what what's kind of weird is there's this Will Smith movie from the early '90s called Six Degrees of Separation, and there's a part where he's talking about. Um, I think he's like lying or something, but he says that he knows someone who's making a a movie based on Cats the musical, and Ian McKellen was also in that in the movie Six Degrees of Separation. Um. I think he might have even been in the same scene. If I'm not correctly, I could, if I remember correctly, um, I could be wrong. But like, it's weird that he ended up in the Cats movie later on. <laughs> I had a poor souls who got yeah. pulled into that movie. Uh, so Kayla hires Tom to like hunt the mouse out of a hotel, and at this point, Tom doesn't know that it's Jerry. So when he does see that it's Jerry, like Jerry laughs at him and Tom gets like super mad. I, I thought that was quite a funny moment, I guess. Yeah, see, the pact never truly lasts. <laughs> yeah, so once again, the they begin chasing each other. Uh, what what do you think of how that played out in like how that started? Um, well, I think the animation lends itself to that because they still kept the style of how they used to do it. Like all the over animation and everything, like them, like Tom just immediately stopping and then falling. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, like we get all these like wacky things that happen throughout the movie, like Tom falling and like landing on the windowsill, but Jerry closing the window on his paws. Which, like, I I don't know about you, but I felt that like you know that feeling of when you accidentally slam something on your hands and it's like oof that that really hurts definitely i felt that yeah and you got like jerry using like a helicopter or a drone type of thing like flying across manhattan it's like super ridiculous yeah it's a bit like um the halloween movie was it no friday the 13th in manhattan uh, whatever the movie's called yeah friday the 13th part eight jason takes manhattan <laughs> yeah he he doesn't even arrive in manhattan until like the last half hour of the movie like most of it is on the boat <laughs> yeah most what? of the movie is on the boat because like these young people or these teenagers are like on a field trip to to man very like heading to manhattan but they don't get there till like the last half hour of the movie so it's like that scene from um the dark knight rises yeah, Dark where he doesn't rise rises. until like near the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then it turns out that he's just sitting at a restaurant, still alive. Yeah, he doesn't rise <laughs> from the table. <laughs> he rises from the ashes. L like a dark phoenix. 
<laughs> There's also yeah, a movie called Muppets Take Manhattan, but I don't think I've seen that one. It's as gory as <laughs> as Friday the Thirteenth It'd be it'd be funny if there was like fake <laughs> puppet blood in that though. I doubt I doubt that there good. is, but that would be pretty funny. Would add to the immersion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you and I have also seen another weird Manhattan movie recently. Um, well, I had seen it as a kid, but I think this was your first time watching it with like the Sci-Fi and Horror Society. It uh, is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh yeah, that was the first time I've ever experienced <laughs> something that bad. Yeah, like. It was on the list of video game movies to choose from because there's the collaboration with Video Game Society. And, like, I just knew that that would be the one to be chosen. Like, it was just, I was not even surprised, but... It was written in the stars. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that one falls into the so bad it's good category because, well, like, you and I have seen other movies recently where... I myself expected them to be really bad, but still something good to laugh at, like Velocipaster and Spaghetti Man, but those ended up being legitimately entertaining. Yeah, Spaghetti Man is probably <laughs> one of the best films yeah, I've like ever seen. Yeah, like it's kind of a lower budget Deadpool, and like the jokes land really well in the movie. Didn't it say it came out before Deadpool? No, no, it came out before Deadpool 2. Yeah, because I think Spaghetti Man came out 2016, and like Deadpool 1 came out February of that year. Yeah. Quick turnover. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm like trying to look up the release date for Spaghetti Man, because it's showing me 2016, but not a month and a day just yet. Um... It just comes out in the entire year. <laughs> Yeah, they just, <laughs> just constantly coming out the entire year. Um, oh wow! So I'm on IMDb. It, came before. And it says the Oxford. Okay, so under release dates, it says USA 2016, and then under that, it says USA, uh, the Oxford Film Festival, February 19th, 2016. So that was like a week after Deadpool one came out. So. I would guess it's coming. It was made during development of that movie. I'd probably heard about yeah, it. Like, it was like, oh, let's make our own. Like, it makes sense if they're trying to like capitalize on the on the like hype for Deadpool because it's very similar characters, like you know, anti-hero type of characters to just want to get paid and whatnot. Although with Deadpool, he kind of has a bigger motive in the first movie because you know his girlfriend and stuff like that. But it. But yeah, they're like pretty similar tones, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, Deadpool 2 clearly stole something from Spaghetti Man with the recruitment scene. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, because I was like, wait, this was in Deadpool 2. And they're like, oh, this not before. Recruitment scenes are (laughs) in a lot of movies, so it's kind of like an overdone cliche, but I don't know. We need a Deadpool and Spaghetti Man crossover. That'd be amazing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, that Super Mario Brothers movie was weird with like Dino Hatton or whatever it was called, like that secret world with under Manhattan. Was it the like enhanced humans of the yeah the, the heads the really weird? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they look horrible. And Yoshi just looks like an 
a normal raptor like this came out a couple of weeks before the Jurassic Park movie, weirdly enough. Yeah, I did not think that was um Yoshi. I was like, <laughs> Yo, that's a weird ass dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, but speaking of weird, a lot of weird stuff happens in the Tom and Jerry movie. They do all these like weird gags of like so like Tom lights a candle and tries using that to get Jerry as if to like set him on fire and I thought that was a really odd choice, but he ends up like accidentally setting some of the hotel on fire and just causing lots of mayhem that way. And then yeah, it does that thing of does. turning him to ashes, but then later he's able to just regenerate somehow. Because <laughs> he's a phoenix. Yeah. And uh, Ken Jong is also in this movie. He plays Jackie the Baker. And <laughs> Ken Jong is one of the best. Yeah, and ever. he's like saying that Tom is doing a terrible job and tries to get Jerry when he's like in the vents. And I think this was a shout out to the show community where Ken Jong like uh, is goes into the vents a lot because um, like to look for a monkey. Uh, but in this case, he just covers himself in peanut butter because mice love peanut butter and he just crawls in the vents trying to get jerry it helps you get through the vents as well because you know starting through vents with peanut butter is <laughs> yeah. the way to go it is it, it made me feel really uncomfortable like thinking of like how he had peanut butter like just everywhere it's like that probably doesn't feel very comfortable <laughs> <laughs> hey don't knock it till he tried it <laughs> and so he injures himself as he tries to catch Jerry because, uh, like, he falls through, like, he creates, like, a hole in the vent and then Jackie falls through and hits his head on the floor. So he's kind of put out of commission and everyone's like, oh, no, he's going to bake the wedding cake. And so that's when Jerry, <laughs> like, they basically rip off Ratatouille having Jerry, like, be in charge at this moment trying to, like, make the cake and stuff like that yeah it's very very ratatouille-esque and it didn't really look that good after well, after he was done with it either they could tell he's not a chef so yeah the that cake kind of looked put, really out the movie. disgusting like like what was your least favorite thing about how the cake looked the faces because like you know when you always have to put the um the bride and the groom's face on the cake and it's just like yo that is not yeah that's not pretty it's Kind of like that like, <laughs> Valley Photoshop type of thing. Yeah, and you could tell they just yeah. printed it out. And, like everyone is like cringing at the sight of the cake, but they're like kind of don't want to hurt Jerry's feelings. And but then they remember that Jerry is a mouse, and then they're disgusted that like there's a mouse in the kitchen. And so Tom goes after him, and he tries like squirting ketchup and mustard, and all of that gets on the cake itself. So further ruining it making it look not so appetizing it's not something you post on facebook honestly yeah because i recently <laughs> shared a meme that i saw of like bananas with ketchup on them <laughs> yeah someone commented and thought that it was like bananas with str strawberries but it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely was not yeah but speaking of <laughs> not jerry manages to like get Tom's hand and like he wraps it around like the stands beneath the table until he like ties Tom up in a knot so 
you got like some of those classic animation gags going on and some of them are hit and miss for me but i guess they're trying to play into the spirit of that yeah so i had to try to show people like yes you can enjoy this if you know yeah but it it gets weird when uh again we've talked about the shifting between animation styles it gets weird when like while tom is a knot uh he turns into like a live action looking cat but like stretched out and it was just really uncomfortable to see yeah he was not a knot yeah but (laughs) thankfully it doesn't stay like that for too long it switches back to 2d animation and he gets like a pizza and tries throwing that at jerry and uh jerry like catches a slice in his mouth because you know i guess his stomach is just bigger on the inside or something yeah, yeah secretly it's <laughs> but like you just go inside of jerry's <laughs> mouth and he will you can travel with him through time and space and what was that movie that you told us about where like the machine was inside this person's mouth or something what? Got to go i don't remember body. telling you this a 90s movie or something yeah i don't yeah i don't know what movie that could be let me see if i can oh that Osmosis yeah. Jones. okay yeah, I think I misunderstood what you said. Yeah, Osmosis Jones is, like, about the... So, like, inside of uh, Bill Murray's character um, is a city of people, and all the people are, like, blood cells, and Chris Rock plays all of them. Uh, Osmosis Jones, who, who's a part of law enforcement, and he gets partnered up with this pill that Bill Murray... Um, drinks uh, his name is Drix, and he's played by david hyde pierce if i remember correctly um let me just look that up yeah it's david hyde yeah pierce. i haven't seen that but i definitely need Fishburne to watch it plays the virus who's trying to kill uh bill murray's body <laughs> yeah it's, very, it's very topical for that other universe where they're dealing <laughs> with that sort of thing um and there's also like an animated <laughs> show uh, called ozzy and Drix, which i think was better than the movie but the the movie is truly something to behold is it really i mean is that it, supposed to be a joke I mean, or something? like the animation <laughs> portions are really good but bill murray's character is just so unlikable that it's hard for me to like want him to survive <laughs> No, Spaghetti Man is more likable than uh, Frank, uh, Bill Murray's character in Osmosis Jones. <laughs> that says something. Yeah. Spaghetti Man can be pretty pretty nasty. Yeah, but I don't, there's just a lot about Bill Murray's character in that movie that's very off-putting. And it's weird because like, he's very likable in other movies he's in, but in this one, it's just like, no, I'm not rooting for you. Stop. <laughs> I like oh, yeah, Groundhog that's... Day. I-, I found that movie kind of repetitive, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very, very topical because Groundhog Day was somewhat recent. <laughs> yes, it, right. it never I, I, ended. It's been forever to since be fair. I've seen the movie. I do remember liking some of it. I, I do know someone who like doesn't like it and finds it boring, so... Like, you know, it, it'll vary from person to person. I because guess. it's very repetitive. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the hotel is basically like in shambles and 
they get all these lawyers involved and like the hotel people decide that they want to sue Tom and Jerry. So so like they take this thing to court, <laughs> which I was not expecting. Yeah, the crime yeah, drama. Like came for out once Tom and Jerry are like on the same side because everyone's against them now for all the damage they caused. And when they are the called to like the stand to like speak in their own words. I wasn't sure if they were actually going to speak, but I was really surprised when they did, as well as the voice actors that they used to make them speak in this moment. Yeah, because I believe the they had, in the early Tom and Jerry TV series, they had, um like, some of the... the yeah, like, they the used some of the archive acted. audio for, like, whenever they laugh or scream or whatever, but... For this moment where they speak like full sentences, I was surprised that they got Nicholas that they got Nicholas Cage to voice Tom. <laughs> yeah, that was very good. And they had um, Owen Wilson. Yeah, so Jerry. we have Nicholas Cage as Tom and <laughs> Owen Wilson as Jerry, which I was not expecting. And they have Jerry say wow a lot during his <laughs> speech. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, they, very, they make Tom do, good. like, weird <laughs> Nicolas Cage stuff. Like, you know, all the hand movements, and, like, facial expressions, and that that look in his eyes where he looks like he's going to kill you. And he said high praise a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's high praise. And so they try to speak from their own perspectives of how, like, like, they tried to make everyone sad about how they were evicted a while ago and had nowhere to go. And they basically make the jury cry about this. Um, so they kind of get off scot-free, which I thought was weird. But they also discover, because, like, as they're, like, walking out, out of the court and past the hotel, they overhear Michael Pena's character, um like talking with someone on a walkie-talkie and they figure he's up to some shady stuff. Yeah, because he and some other people are planning on stealing like a family gem. It's like this heirloom that like uh, one of the couple that, that like one of the people in the couple that's supposed to get married have. Um, so they're trying to like steal it when it's presented at the wedding. And so Tom and Jerry are trying to, like, stop it. And they try talking to Kayla about it, but for some reason they're not actually talking to her. Like, they're, like, trying to use, like, sign language, and, like, she doesn't understand what they're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, because that's how they communicate normally when they, yeah. don't, when so they don't have voice actors. It, it takes them a while. Like, after Kayla guess, tries guessing what they're saying, like, like, she says, what, did someone fall down a well? Did, did someone get hit by a truck and stuff like that? Uh, but they finally decide to just write it down like they should have in the first place. And then she understands. Yes, because cats can definitely write. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're thick <laughs> thumbs. Their <laughs> like, that's been a thing in one of the cartoons, right? Or maybe it's just like a normal, like, animation thing that happens a lot on a yeah i think so Maybe right just or like, just use the claw just put from their the paw down. as like a pen yeah right so <laughs> she tries telling the manager uh but he says that they'll need to find some proof 
So Tom and Jerry try breaking into um, Michael Pena's, um, his character's name is Terrence. They try breaking into his room and like search through his closet and the drawers and stuff like that for any evidence. And they find a lot of weird stuff. Like he has like an onion collection, like, like the vegetables. <laughs> oh, there's so many layers. layers. <laughs> that like a flock of sheep did, walked did in as well. That's really weird. I shared where it's like, I think it's it was a meme where like someone hollowed out an onion and put coffee in it. It's like onion latte. Yes, yes, I saw that. Yes, that's horrifying. Yeah, I would not drink out of that. They hear Terrence coming back into the room, so they hide um, on the ceiling. But then Terrence gets the onions out and starts chopping them. And that causes Tom and Jerry to, like, cry against their will. And so he notices that and looks up and see them and starts chasing them around. Yeah, that's very, <laughs> heartfelt. very, very heartfelt. <laughs> Just because they're crying <laughs> from the onions. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's yeah, so they cry. each grab pillows and try using <laughs> them as weapons against each other because, you know, this movie can't get too violent, I guess. But if you've ever been in an actual pillow fight, sometimes the pillows can actually hurt, even if it's just normal pillows, depending on, like, how hard you swing them. Yeah, if you get... If you get I remember I was in one and I got clocked around <laughs> the head and literally just, like, fall over. <laughs> Yeah, so he basically beats up Tom and Jerry like they're they're flattened on the ground, you know, in their cartoon manner. And he tries locking them up. He he locks them up in this, you know, one of those mini vault things that people sometimes have in hotel room closets. So they're basically trapped in there and he's leaves the room, tries to go through with his plan. And what what do you think of how Tom and Jerry escaped this? vault that was locked yeah they rode the wind <laughs> they went through the vent and they and they made a makeshift wings and then they flew flew out the air vent yeah it was very weird was very satisfying surrealism stuff going on there well like it kind of didn't make sense but because it's a car they're cartoon characters it's like okay whatever Yes, but obviously the real people have to obey the laws, and you have like two different <laughs> things going on with the animated people and the yeah, live so action. Yeah, so at the wedding, uh, the couple say their vows and whatever, and then Terrence like replaces the gem with like a fake one. So he tries to steal it, and like he and his henchmen like try running to the train station, but Tom and Jerry manage to catch up to them. There's like this showdown of that ends up happening on like on top of the train as it is moving. Very yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly. In that yeah, scene. the good, the bad, and the ugly. And is all standing another off. movie I have yet to see, but I'm like aware of it. What? <laughs> I watched like half an hour of it, and like nothing happened. So, yeah, so I, I know stopped. my <laughs> I know my friends Dylan and Keon reviewed that. Um, that whole trilogy over at Triple Play, a movie trilogy podcast. So I kind of know the gist of what happens, but 
have forgotten much of what they said happens in those movies. So Clint Eastwood plays a character who has no name. And I think the general census is that he's playing the same character in all three of those movies. Like there's, um, I think the good, the bad and the ugly is like the third of those movies. The trilogy is called, (laughs) Oh, it's the dollars trilogy. So it begins with a fistful of dollars and then for a few dollars more, and then the good, the bad, and the ugly, which does not have dollars in its title at all. Um, Has it been confirmed by anyone? Well, I, all three of them are directed by Sergio I wouldn't think Leone. so. So perhaps. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Cornetto trilogy it is could be like the like Cornetto trilogy. characters in each movie, and it's like a kind of linked thematically and through the actors. Whereas... In this Dollars trilogy, Clint Eastwood could feasibly be playing the same characters since, like, all three of them are westerns. But yeah, the showdown yeah. on top of the train was pretty cool. Um, it felt like I've I've seen better sequences like this, like you know, Spider-Man Two, like just raise the bar so high. But I think this one was okay. I guess like Tom and Jerry like, try taking down Terrence, and, like, uh, they they fall off the train and off the rails, and, like, it, it basically looks like they're falling to their doom until, like, they land on a trampoline, and that, that makes them fall onto the pavement. Yeah, it's nothing really to write home about in that, in that scene. Yeah. Like, there's some gags in this movie that feel pretty generic, but do you have, like, a favorite or least favorite gag? Um, I love the gag whenever um, Tom hits Jerry with a frying pan. <laughs> yeah, make, like, makes his head always look like become a pancake. Like a pancake. <laughs> yeah, I think my... Yeah, I don't know. Some of the gags throughout the Tom and Jerry franchise are kind of grating on me. Um, I I guess the one that I liked the least in this movie was when um well I guess this is a gag just exclusive to the movie but when Jerry uses a stapler on Tom's hand I thought that was a bit much. <laughs> yeah, and the fact that it just like comes out <laughs> afterwards and he just pulls it out, and yeah. nothing happens. But anyway, so they take down Terrence and he is taken to justice and the gem is returned. And the wedding goes on smoothly, um, except for when Tom and Jerry end up fighting over who gets the last piece of cake, which I guess is just classic Tom and Jerry right there. Yeah, but yeah, were there much. were there any other things you wanted to mention about the movie before we go into final thoughts? Um, not really. It was just pretty... <laughs> Pretty generic. I didn't really, nothing really stood out to me. <laughs> All right. So I guess with that, we can go into final <laughs> thoughts and then score out of 10 slash unit of measurement. Um, so where are your final thoughts and score out of 10? Um, compared to other live action movies with animation, um, it's okay. Like it doesn't, it's not as good as obviously the Smurfs. Or not as good as um, the basketball one. Base champ. 
Space Jam. It's just, it's just okay. Like love only stands out to me, obviously. So, uh, I would probably give this movie five out of ten wangs. Oh, um, it was Ken Jong's character in Transformers. <laughs> yeah, his name was um, Jerry Wang. Oh. <laughs> he just kept mentioning Wang over and over again. Oh, and it's like, oh, you want to see the Wang Jerry, or the funny. Wang? That, that kind of fits, actually. <laughs> so, like, five out of ten Jerry Wangs. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> was it Wang or Wong? Because I know that, like, Okay, because I know that in, well, in real life, at least, um, that spelling is pronounced as Wong, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyway. Right, they say Wang in that movie, but... Well, it says yeah, Wang. It's, the mo- it says the Wang. movie isn't so real life. No, it's got Transformers in it. Yeah, so... <laughs> okay. Um, I, I thought, agree. yes, I your, your, your turn. movie pretty generic. <laughs> And I'm also just not a huge Tom and Jerry fan in general. Like, I feel like it's overdone. Like, it's just cat and mouse doing violence and hitting each other and stuff like that. And it's just, it gets really frustrating to me. And this movie was no exception. Um, I did think it was kind of interesting whenever they... Like we said, when they switched from, like, uh, the traditional cartoon look to, like, stop motion and, like, claymation and stuff like that. Like, just making it look really weird. But overall, I found this pretty lackluster. So, I think this was about as good as the Cats movie. So... I'm going to give this 5.5 out of 10 onions. Yeah. <laughs> layers. Onions of layers. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I guess that'll do it for Tom and Jerry, the recent movie. Uh, so thanks again for joining me, Greg. Where can people find the societies that you're part of? Steven, you're, you're here. <laughs> I'm sure you will put them in the in the description, but just basically just on on Discord and Facebook, so you can just find it at um, Sussex Sci-Fi and Horror Society on Facebook, and all the details should be there. Right, like just Star Wars the Society doesn't have right one yet, but right, but yeah, even if you can't, yeah, for now, so you can also like just join the chat, talk about Star Wars, and share some memes it's a lot of fun i'll go ahead and link those in the show notes and as for my stuff you can find uh, me at steven schinder on twitter and instagram steven schinder storytelling on facebook uh you can find my fantasy horror comedy novel lemon from like rain it's on amazon also on a star trek podcast called star trek culture you can find that at the culture slate youtube channel and if you want to email Delayed Replay, you can email Delayed Replay Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on some of the stuff we've talked about. Like, 
I don't know. Do you love Tom and Jerry more than I do? Tell, tell me why, why I'm wrong. I don't know. Tell me why. <laughs> hey, nothing but a heart Yeah, I don't know how the song goes, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> All right, without further delay, have a good day.